Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Tuesday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Darren and Justin here with you, live at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Devlin is alongside. He's a cousin. He's a Mick. Yes. He's not a McFarland. Just down the block a little bit. Just down the block, but he's going to be in here with us for the next couple of hours. And then uh, afternoon stretch. Basically, no show, or a very, very, very abbreviated show. 15 minutes before Brand, uh, Vandy pregame baseball takes over at 4.15. So, a little Vandy baseball action coming off their big weekend in Arlington, Texas. They're home today, tomorrow, and this weekend against UCLA. So, a big homestand coming up for Tim Corbin and the boys. Absolutely. we got a great show for you in 10 minutes. We will bring in Alex Doherty into the mix, covers the Predators for A to Z Sports. They have a game tonight at Bridgestone Arena against the Vancouver Knuckleheads. Ooh, boy. They're not very good. So? But, <laughs> but. I mean, the I mean, way they, this is going. They did torch Philadelphia in I Vancouver mean, on Saturday night, so. Uh, yeah. The way this is going right now, I, I don't think it really matters who, who comes in uh, or where they go. I mean, every every game is important. Uh, I think every game they can win or lose, honestly, at this point. This Predators team, we've seen so much inconsistency. Uh, nothing would surprise. Nothing. Absolutely nothing would surprise. Yeah, we will. So we'll break down all things Preds with Alex Doherty coming up here shortly, uh, including five games left until the NHL trade deadline. What does that mean for the Preds? So we'll get into all things Preds with Alex coming up here shortly. Jim Wyatt will kick off the second hour We'll talk about all things Titans. A.J. Brown. Some things to ask Jim about. Has made an appearance on a podcast called Raw Room. Raw, R-A-W. Room. Former Titan Darren Bates is a part of that podcast. Also, Jalen Collins is a part of that. But Former member of the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Played 24 games with the Atlanta Falcons. So... Darren, of course, got to know A.J. with his time here. Darren Bates, I think, played three seasons Mm -hmm. with the Titans. Had a couple of stints with the Titans, but initially signed a three-year deal. He's very good on special teams, very good. But uh, we'll play you a little little clip of that. We'll be talking about it throughout the course of the week. I know a lot of people have A.J. Brown fatigue. I get it. He's moved on, but... As long as A.J. Brown keeps talking about the Titans, then we're going to talk about it too because it is newsworthy and it does shed some light on how things went down. I mean, A.J. Brown, as we know on social media, doesn't really hold things back. He's certainly not going to hold things back with his with his guys on a podcast. Yeah, It's a very comfortable setting. Yep. That's why podcasts these days tend to make – News? They break a lot of stories. They do because people are comfortable. They're there with people they know, and it's a nice setting, and everybody's relaxed. But they also don't and have to. It's a to... podcast. It's not live. Yeah. And it's like, ah, we could say whatever. We... Um, well, 
Okay, you yeah. can. But the other the other thing about podcasts are that the person gets to say truly whatever their story is. There is no pushback. There's no, hey, I heard about this. I don't know if that really happened like that. No, none of that is happening. Whatever you say, that's what happened. There's no pushback. There is no, oh, I didn't hear it that way. It's something different. No, 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 no. These podcasts are comfortable. A.J. Brown can say whatever A.J. Brown wants to say. And there's nobody in that room that could tell him, well, I don't know if that's true. And I don't think that happened that way. And I've heard, you know, from a reliable source that this happened instead. You know, so and and that's fine. That is fine. That is fine. John Robinson is free to go give his own version of events wherever he would like to do so. And we haven't heard a word from him. Nope. He is not. um, He's not surfaced. No. Since all of that, which is interesting. Yeah. But A.J. Brown did talk about it. We we have a clip, maybe two, that we could play today. But we'd like to play more. It may be in a later this week because we have to do some editing. Yeah, we can. Get in and, That's another thing about podcasts. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. And there's no FCC violations. Yeah, with us, we have the FCC regulations. Kind of have um, to make sure that yeah. words that aren't said on terrestrial radio yes are not said on terrestrial radio even the clip we're going to play was edited (laughs) so uh, a few things had to be taken out of there but uh i gotta be honest i was intrigued i i when they got to the part about draft day and the trade i my ears perked up and i certainly was tuned in it was very interesting to hear kind of aj brown's recollection of how it all went down yeah. And his version. Remember, this is his version. Mm-hmm. And how he felt about everything and the, some of the things. By the way, we knew, and he, you know, he, he definitely sheds light on, we knew there was a personal relationship with him and Jalen Hurts. We already knew that. Yes. We knew that he had been working out with Jalen Hurts that offseason. So that was not new news, at least not for me. No. Because no. we knew that they had been hanging out. Because, again, if you follow people on social media, you can learn a lot. Oh, yeah. If they're they're willing to put it out there. Especially in the offseason. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Watching when, the offseason. When there's not team personnel oh, around yeah. and they're just, you know, they're on their own. Yeah, you and, really want to get to know an NFL player, watch his feed in March and April. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see how right. that goes there. That's yeah, right. Because, you know, see the vacation. See who's in the pictures on vacation. There's the alliances. I must say this. Um, I need to put this out there while I'm thinking about it because I was reading this today as well. This was put out, um, I don't know, it was put out a couple of days ago, but I was reading it this morning. I just saw it this morning, and I meant to say something yesterday. Actually, I'd seen it a couple of days ago. I meant to say something yesterday. We got a little sidetracked, didn't. wanted to make sure that um, I had put out, me personally, uh, an apology to Jeff Pack. The Vandy um, Whistler, because that whole thing, and maybe a lot of you didn't hear yeah. it, it was at the very end of a show. It was a parody Twitter account. I should know better than that. It was a fake account, basically. Yeah. Uh, they report bad news all the time. And when they had put out there that Jeff Pack, uh, the Vandy Whistler, had died, that was false information. Yeah. Now, this made its rounds. It was enough for yeah. Area Gerson on the Tennessean to put a – story on this yeah because the vandy whistler jeff pack and the, i remember i said there's two of them yes 
and it talks about the preacher preacher Franklin is the second one. They were in Arlington, of course, at the Vandy baseball games yeah. this past weekend. Yeah. But it had made its its way all the way to Texas. People reaching out, you know, to eh. to his family and friends, like the condolences, and it's like, what that, is going that, on? That is horrible. Yeah, that so, is horrible. Uh, I should know better than that. And I, I got duped. Yeah. It, mean, it has happened in my career not sure. very often. Oh, yeah. But it happened. Yeah. And I feel bad that I even put that out there. That was – but it just took – I remember I, I read it during a break, and I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. And so I should have researched it. I shouldn't have just gone with it. But I was like, wow. You know – Like, who who would put that out there, you know, as fake news on a – Twitter? But I know. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. That's, just, that's a rhetorical question. Yeah, like, okay. Right. Ask and answer. Like, I I, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know the stupidity on Twitter. Yeah, like I, that's man, it's a cesspool. You should right. You should expect anything and everything on Twitter. So, yep. um, that and that now sheds light on the caller that called in and wanted yeah to correct us. And now I wish that caller. I remember we said I was like, hey, please do. Yeah, don't feel bad. Like please it's do. okay. Like, but he didn't want to go on air. And I wish he would have gone on air and you, told us, like, that is not true. If you think we're wrong, listen, we'll compare notes. And I'll be like, okay. Figure it out. I mean. You know, good for you. Thanks for calling in and telling us that because I don't want to be reporting that stuff. No. I have no interest. I'm not trying to break news. No. I was just trying to pass something yeah. along. Yeah. So um, I feel bad. I feel bad about all that. So I wanted to pass that along, that all that stuff about – Jeff Pack and the Whistler dying, that was completely false. That, that's too bad that people are out here doing that. But, you know, uh, my other job that I do, I'm in the news business. We hold a lot of information that we do not give out right away um, for reasons like this. We want to make sure what we're saying is accurate. So we'll know a lot sometimes and not want to put it out there because there's notification. Effect. Listen, nobody under the sound of my voice right now wants to find out that a close friend or family member has passed on the radio or on television. That is not the way you want to be told. You, you don't. You really don't. You want someone close to you to call you to, to, to let you know. You, know, you do not want to find out uh, in certain circumstances like this. So I feel bad for anybody that may have known this gentleman to, to, or who does know this gentleman um, to have found out this way. Um, and, and felt some kind of way about it because uh, that's that's not what we want to do, and I feel very upset at those who intentionally spread misinformation, which is running rampant yep. in sports, news, and everything else. Again, it got so much attention that he's quoted in this. There's an article in the Tennessee. I mean, it it, it was that that bit, that many people yeah. were you know were by, it's our, again it's, by the silly. You know, parody account, which I don't know what what you have to gain by putting silly stuff like it's that. It's journalist job. To, I mean, listen, I've spent Darren. I kid you not, whole entire work shifts just digging out misinformation. All the the whole literally, I've done whole stories on this is a rumor that has gone rampant that is incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> because it just gets it gets out of control, mm -hmm. and so you have to go put some fact to the fiction. At certain points. Well, we'll try to get some facts from Alex Doherty. We'll switch gears and talk about the big game the Preds have tonight at Bridgestone Arena before they head out for a little road trip. We'll talk to him next here on the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio.
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 800-529-2856. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-529-2856. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with Geico or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with Geico. Bundling is easy with Geico. Just ask your neighbors. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Staunch Titans fan, season ticket holder, Tim yep. Kelly is OC. Your reaction? Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, I hate that so Well, all right. Some more uh, tight end bubble screens, right? This sucks, man. Yeah, this is live reaction, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, trash, man. I hate it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live from inside the Strike and Spare studios. Here's Darren and Justin. You can watch us every day, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Today, short sleeve shirts and shorts on February 
21st. That's what you wore. That's Hello. What I, that's what I should have worn. Because, yeah, man. You did. And, you know, I sit next to a guy who says the weather all day. <laughs> Tomorrow, Thursday, even nicer. Literally gives 35 forecasts across five hours. And, you know, I, I didn't get the memo. Yeah. So. Well, I would not walk into the arena tonight dressed like this. But yeah. for today, while the sun is out, yes. Let's bring in Alex Doherty. Covers the Predators for A to Z. Sports, he now joins us. Alex, what's up? Not much. I, I would say that it feels like playoff hockey weather, but I don't know that that's really what it feels like. <laughs> wow. All right, well, let's jump in the deep end of the pool right away. So <laughs> uh, let's start with, by the way, the debacle on Sunday. How about uh, a lot of people not even being able to watch the game because of Xfinity and Bally. You, I mean, luckily the app was working, but if you were just looking – for the traditional way of turning on your television and watching the game, it wasn't happening. Yeah, I, I don't know if, if, if you guys are, are, are ready for – it's not just you guys, but if everyone is, is ready for maybe what's about to happen with with the uh, the old regional sports networks. But things do not look good, and that was not a good start. I, I have no idea if it's related to the, to the rumors around the regional sports networks, but – Well, social media I mean, certainly related it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it certainly sounded like it. So, I mean, and, and then now we're hearing that there was some sort of emergency meeting with uh, Gary Bettman and the, the, the all the teams about what are they going to do about this because uh, there's going to be a lot of teams that are like, where's our money? Yep. And uh, also a lot of teams that don't really have te- televised games anymore uh, unless the league does something. So it's uh, it's not a pretty situation right now. No, it is not. Uh, and unfortunately, it wasn't a pretty situation in Minnesota, just after things looked good with a game time goal, um, they, Minnesota turns right around in less than 30 seconds left in the game, scores the game winner from none other than former Predator Ryan Hartman. That was a gut wrenching loss where you come away in a huge game against a team you're trying to climb over for a playoff spot in your division and came away with no points. This is the danger with what, uh, with the way that the National Predators have done everything this season. I mean, they have they have put so much emphasis on, well, we just need to get this the, these two points against Minnesota, and then we'll be we'll be fine. Well, then when what happens when you just a random lucky bounce in front goes off of Ryan McDonough and then off of Ryan Hartman and then in the net with 20 seconds left, you can't just walk away and say, well, we're we're still sitting pretty in the standings. Uh, so it's okay that this unlucky bounce because I, you know, at times I think that they, they looked okay. There, there were there were times where they certainly looked as bad as they have all year. But then, you know, you really like the way they fought back in the third period, and they, they seemed to have a lot of energy, you know, kind of throughout. It just couldn't really get anything on Minnesota early. And but then, you know, that's that's how hockey goes. You get these unlucky bounces, and they they are not a team that can just roll with unlucky bounces at this point. And it's because they've just thrown away points, you know, for much of the year. Um, I mean, in my opinion, after this past week, and really post All Star season or post All Star break, they're two and four. I mean, they had six games since the All Star break. They're two and four. That tells you what you need to know. They're 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 not in it. They're 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 just not in it. I mean, lucky bounces or no, they do not belong in the playoff uh, conversation. They really need to start selling and, and 
having conversations about even what are they going to do in the off season. But yeah, I mean, Minnesota game was, was an unlucky finish, really heartbreaking, but that's what you've done to yourself. I mean, they, 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 they kind of got what they deserve. And what's crazy is you're literally on the heels of 24 hours prior. Yeah. You mopped Florida here. I mean, just mopped them with your season high in goals uh, for a game. Uh, everything was fun and great. And 24 hours later, it's, you know, disappointing and sad and disheartening to lose like that just 24 hours later after being really high after, you know, mm-hmm. a nice rebound after the Boston game. It was a nice rebound. I mean, that was that was their season high in goals, seven goals, the high, most goals they've scored in a game this year. That first period, it was three to two after the end of the first period, and then they just poured it on. I mean, I you know, how good is Florida? Not, I would say not very. I mean, they have they're in a, a pretty tough division themselves, and 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 they've got some goaltending issues, but. But Florida is better than, you know, certainly better than Arizona, and, and they're probably better than a lot of the teams that they have coming up this week, like Vancouver tonight. And, yeah, they, they, they swept them. I mean, it was just like it was kind of a no contest at the end. And, and uh, that, that has been the story all year. They, they've won one, lost one, won two, lost two, won three, lost three. It's just it's been a 500 kind of year, and, and they just they need to just concede, fold this season, and, and move on to selling. I mean, I, I, that's, I think that's the general consensus. I, I don't know if they feel that way, but, but it certainly needs to be in that direction. Yeah, and one of their division foes already waved the white flag, right? We already know that the Blues, and they just put the exclamation point on it by trading away, uh, you know, O'Reilly so, to Toronto. So that yeah. was it. I mean, St. Louis is like, we're, we're rebooting, resetting, rebuilding, whatever they want to call it. Um, but they waved yeah, they, the white flag. I, I think that I, I think uh, St. Louis was fortunate to be in a little different situation because those guys were unrestricted free agents. They were expiring contracts. It was a little easier to move them, uh, you know. But but yeah, so St. Louis had a little bit more of a bargaining uh, position to do that. So that's why they they got what they did out of Tarasenko and O'Reilly and Ochari and all that. Um, and Nashville does not have that luxury. They are up against it from all fronts, from a salary cap front, from a uh, no, no other teams in the league can really take on a salary like, say, even Mikhail Granlund at $5 million. There's a lot of contending teams that might like him, but they can't take it on. I mean, there's, there's 16 teams that are already using long-term IR space right now. They don't have the luxury of being able to trade, to trade, to dump cap at the, at the trade deadline to, to hope – a team can can save them from it. So they they've got so much work to do and a lot of puzzles to figure out with what they've done for their roster. They have 5 games remaining until the trade deadline. And we talked about this last week, but now some more games have transpired and I'm trying to figure out and here's what's to me disappointing about this season. And you may disagree, but here goes. When I look around the Western Conference, I don't think the Western Conference is overly um, it's not exactly murder's row. To me, it, it's kind of soft. If you're just asking me to compare conferences, I think the East is way better than the West this year. So that's disappointing, right? The West, I think, is pretty wide open. They, there's nobody. Yeah, Vegas is good. I mean, they, there's some good teams. I don't think there's any great teams. They, there's nobody even close to what Colorado was 
last year, yeah. right, in this conference. Now, Boston is on the other side, and there's a lot of other really good teams on the other side, but that's what's disheartening is the West, I think, is wide open, and yet here we are talking about a team that no one can see other anything other than probably being sellers at the deadline. I don't even think they're going to stand pat unless David Poyle literally can't move anybody because of what you were talking about and everybody's just insulting him you know with trade offers but it seems like a team that's going to be selling at the deadline and that that to me is what's disappointing because I think this is truly one of those years if you get in anything could happen I know we're talking about a team that's been inconsistent all year but man it's disappointing because I think this Western Conference is weak and average yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. And if there was a, a year for Nashville to be in that third spot where they could play Winnipeg in the first round, I actually think they could probably – they have, would have a significant chance of beating Winnipeg. They, they beat Winnipeg earlier this year, and, and it would be a tough match, but they cer- it certainly wouldn't be anything like the first round against Colorado last year. Colorado's had a ton of injury issues. They're not the same team from last year, obviously, with different goalie and Dawson Kadri's not there. Dallas is probably the strongest team in the in the West, and there's like six teams in the East that have more points than them, yeah. and and a lot of teams with a, a much higher goal differential. I mean, like they're just they're they're not the they're not the top team in the league. I mean, they're good. Dallas is very good, but uh, yeah, there's there, there's so much there would be so much opportunity for Nashville if they didn't completely just blow it this year. I mean, like they, getting better in the off season on paper is not good enough. They just they just did not have everyone going at the same rate all year long and yeah now they're going to be sellers in one of the weaker western conference performances of of recent history i know david poyle has been on record in the last couple weeks for saying you know basically you know he's going to do his due diligence and kind of just track this team you know week to week game to game and that'll determine what he does but let me ask you this question does it really matter what this team does in the next five games before the trade deadline? Could that actually hinge one way or the other on his thought process? I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I, I think performances might, but not not results. I think if if uh, if Dante Fabro goes and has a few good games, his his value goes up a tad. Then maybe that he's a little bit easier to sell to somebody. Maybe the same thing with Mikhail Granlund. I, but but no, the results do do not matter at this point. Um, this is it, it, it is a lost cause. There there are 28 games left. I know there's five games until the the deadline, but mm-hmm. but after there's 23 games, right after the yep. after the deadline, yep. 28 games left. In order to get to a reasonable playoff position, they got to win 20 games, 19 at least. I mean, I don't think anyone thinks they're going to go 20 and eight the rest of the way. You'd have to have multiple winning streaks probably a good six, seven, eight-game winning streak in there to do that. No one no one thinks they're going to go on an eight-game winning streak right now. So what would you do? What's realistic? What do you think is realistic? I know we talked about this a little bit last week. I think we differed a little bit. You threw out Niederreiter, and I, I was more – I'm still just more in the camp of, look, there's a lot of names on this roster that have been here for a good while. In other words – we know what they are, and I don't even, I don't even think people should be mad. Like you, you know what they are. So to me, it's they're just doing what they are, what we've seen over them. So to me, 
if that's not working, that's where I would try to start. Just This is just my personal opinion. I would try to, if you were moving, if you were going to be a seller, I would probably move some bodies that have been here for a while and the results haven't changed. So you might as well start there rather than people that have been here, just had a couple, you know, McDonough, McDonough, Niederreiter. Um, I know even Tanner Janot is out there being tossed around up in New York with the Rangers. But, I mean, he hasn't been here too terribly long. That's just me. What say you? Uh, I, I So things have changed. Um, uh, in my opinion, has changed a little bit over the last week, not only because of the, the trade that St. Louis made to, to Toronto, but because I, I did a little bit more diving into the, the cap situation with these other teams because, you know, obviously you've got to have a trade partner. And I just I don't see anyone that could could be a viable trade deadline partner for any contract that, that is that is a large contract. Fabro is the only one I could see because he's he's cheaper. You could probably get a little bit of a of a cap back the other way, and then he's still an RFA that they could sign. So I think that'd be the only one. But even if, if, even considering that, I mean, the, the teams that might be interested in him: Edmonton, Toronto, maybe. Uh, maybe a Carolina or maybe even you know Washington. No, those teams don't have any room. They 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 can't really take him on unless you work something the other way. So they certainly can't take even a Niederreiter at four million or a Mikhail Granlund or definitely not a Johansson. So like I I I my opinion has changed because I I started realizing there's no room for these guys. They can't go anywhere. Where, where are they going to go at the deadline? I think these are going to be off season moves. I think you're going to have to wait until the season is over to see uh, you know, where teams fall and, and figure out, okay, can we package something with a Johansson to send to somebody to, to shed his contract? Can we package someone with Granlund? Can we work a trade and send someone, a Matias Ekholm, and another big contract for, for some draft picks? You know, I think it's going to have to be an off-season trade at this point. Wanted to ask you about uh, the, the, the tweets you've been putting out about Tomasino. And we've heard about this over and over and over and over about why Tomasino is still in Milwaukee. Why won't he come down here? Now he's going back to Milwaukee. What is the deal? What is the saga with all of that? Like, why is this? What is happening? Justin, I'm not really sure. I, I, I got to be honest. <laughs> I, there, there's been there's been some weird stuff going on. I, uh, there's a there's a really reliable uh, website called Cap Friendly that I've used for almost everything related to NHL contract stuff that said last night that Philip Tomasino was, was sent down to Milwaukee. Now they're rarely wrong about this stuff, but then today there was no transaction from Nashville showing that. So I guess he's still up. I, I, it, I guess it was a mistake on cap Friendly's side that that honestly is very rare for them, but um, I guess it was a mistake. So he's still up. Uh, but the just, just to back up a little bit, Philip Tomasino only really came up because of the Forsberg injury. So when Forsberg goes down, they needed a top six type player, so they went with Tomasino. I think when they when people saw Tomasino was going to come up last night, they assumed, oh, well, maybe that means Forsberg is back. Well, neither Forsberg is back nor is Tomasino gone. So I think Tomasino will be playing tonight. But it has been a very strange ride for Philip Tomasino over the last year. Um, no one expected him to start the year in Milwaukee, and then he did, and now he's basically been there all year so it's strange i i don't really completely understand it justin yeah i was gonna say the ride's been in milwaukee for him <laughs> it has been a strange ride for him it's been as an admiral um 
so you know there's a there's a radio legend out there i'm not going to call his name but he has something he calls the list so here is the list of the teams who have scored less goals than the Nashville Predators. Uh, they would include the Montreal Canadiens, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, and the Chicago Blackhawks. That's it. That's the list. Um, yeah. Everybody else has scored more than the Nashville Predators has, and I'm trying to figure out, in your opinion, Alex, why can't this team put the biscuit in the basket? I mean, what's what's going on here? So, I mean, I, I, look, John Hines' system from, from day one has been relying on – the forwards have to make it happen. Laviolette, when he was here, was kind of an all-hands-on-deck defense and jump up into the attack all the time. But right now, unless it's Roman Yossi, it's only the forwards that are responsible for, for scoring, and they're just not having good years. Mikhail Granlund having probably the worst year of his career. Ryan Johansson stepped back from last year. Duchesne stepped back from last year. It has to do with shot quality, too. They're not getting to dangerous areas because teams know they don't have to worry about the defensemen pitching up. They can yeah. just crowd the net and, and not worry about where the where the defensemen are. They can just worry about covering the, the forwards. So it's, there's a lot of factors. But it's just it's, it comes down to the forwards are not shooting well and they're not getting to the dangerous areas. Okay. So with all that said, you go into the offseason, and, and, and I asked Darren this question the other day. There's no question that this team has core players. Roman Yossi, uh, Phil Forsberg, uh, UC Soros. Uh, I would count them as the, as the three main core. Are those yeah. guys good enough to get you to the cup, to you know lifting the cup and having the parade on Broadway that everybody wants to have? Or is it better off if they just try to find a new core at this point and try to rebuild that way because you, I mean you're you're only going to go one way or the other. Either you're going to build around those three, or you're going to have to find a new core. I think that those three are good enough to to continue being your core. The problem is the rest of your team is so bad, you're going to have to maybe sacrifice one of those in order to mm. improve improve elsewhere. Mm. And I think that I think the ultimate one that's going to be sacrificed and that's not really the right word but that's going to be traded probably to, to get that at some point will be UC Soros because they have a young goalie in, in, in Milwaukee that's going to be really good UC Soros is on a really cheap contract would get a huge return he's the guy that people think could could be a, a, a trade a trade possibility I definitely don't think it's going to happen this year and probably not even over the summer but he would be the only guy Yossi and Forsberg, I honestly really think, have not been the issue. Yossi has been as good as as, as good as he always. He's not having a hundred point season like last year, but but he's still been a, a huge part of the team. Forsberg has been their best offensive player consistently, um, but it, it's the rest of the team. It's the rest of the team that needs a huge upgrade, and you're, you might have to give up one of those three in order to improve the rest of it. Mark Jankowski was the move that they sent someone to Milwaukee. Maybe that was. Um what they were thinking and they just you know i don't know yeah it's not tomasino he's still up so he is still up yeah yeah um well we'll see how tonight goes i mean again i just don't know what you're going to learn i mean could they could they beat vancouver tonight yeah could they win the next two road games yeah does that mean anything yeah that's what i'm saying there's there are three very winnable games so I, i just don't know 
what you learn. I don't know if anybody if that what that does. Unfortunately, yeah. that's yeah. that's kind of where this is at. Mm-hmm. You could win the next three games, and I'm not sure everybody's like okay. All right, because it's three teams you can easily beat. Yeah. I mean, you, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the the only thing that they might do is just not do anything. I mean, if they if they decide if they see they win a few games and then figure out, okay, well, you know, we, we there's a chance we could make it in, but maybe not. Then they just don't do anything, and then you know, if, if somehow a miracle happens and they win 15 games to end the season, uh, then all of a sudden they've got their full roster and they haven't traded anybody away and they're they're ready to go. But 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 again. The, what are they going to? They're going to climb up to third, beat you know, play Winnipeg, maybe beat them, and then you know, lose in the second round. I don't think that would really do much either. So yeah, yeah it's 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 a lost mm-hmm. cause. This season really is a lost cause. I hate to say that because I know there's a lot of fans out there that want to go to games, and uh, you know, I want to want to keep talking about the National Predators, but this year just just seems like we've got to we've got to throw in the towel. Appreciate the visit as always. Thanks for doing this. Of course, yeah. I hope hopefully that didn't just bum everybody out, but uh, you know. That's, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's up to them to change the narrative, right? I mean, <laughs> ultimately, I mean, it's if not like want, people are looking some... for this feel, right? I mean, it's just, you know, you're just stating how a lot of people feel, unfortunately. If you want some, some positive, maybe just a, a, something to give you hope, I did write a five-step plan that I think could save the Nashville Predators. You can read about it, a to zsports.com. Go there. You can check my Twitter I think that there is a way out of this. It's just going to take a while. So okay, we'll, five step plans of getting back to contention. We'll do a deep dive into that next week. I'm, I'm, I want to, yeah. okay. I want to read up on that. Right. Appreciate the visit. Okay, all right. Talk to you guys later. Alex Doherty covers the Preds for A to Z Sports. Appreciate him joining us here on the McFarland Show. Wide open the rest of the hour. Jim White to begin the second hour. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred is how you get in touch with us. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Tuesday, February 21st for College Night with the University of Alabama as your Nashville Predators take on the Vancouver Canucks. Purchase your College Night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash College Nights. That's NashvillePredators.com slash College Nights for a Preds and Alabama co-branded hats. And don't miss February 28th as your Nashville Predators take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Secure tickets at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. Let's go Preds! Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... 
Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org, GiveWestwood.org. And now, Habit Inspected Property Solutions is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. This message is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Habit Inspected Property Solutions. For residential home inspections, radon and air quality testing, or mold and thermal imaging, give the pros a call today at 615-527-8113. That's 615-527-8113. Habit Inspected Property Solutions, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR, Skyscan forecast for today. We'll have times of clouds and sun with the clouds running out, high 66. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 56. Wednesday is going to be a mostly cloudy, windy, warmer day, high 78. Winds gusting to 35 miles per hour. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on national sports radio, I'm WNSR meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports radio, WNSR. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. Call the McFarland Show now at 615-844-5600 and join the discussion of ideas. Well, we've talked a lot about Alabama basketball here lately. They were the number one team in the land. They went to Knoxville and lost as the number one team in the land. We had Chris Stewart on from Knoxville, the voice of Alabama basketball. We've talked about Brandon Miller who came from Cambridge right here in our backyard, how he ended up in Tuscaloosa. And now there's this within the last hour. This is coming from Yahoo Sports. Yes, sir. We all know the situation because we talked about it, right, on the show, the um, former teammate Darius Miles, right, and the shooting that was involved. Of course, he was removed from the team. This was, what, about a month and a half ago, something like that? Yeah. Yahoo Sports is reporting that Alabama freshman Brandon Miller, that the Tuscaloosa police testified today in court Mm -hmm. that he is the one who delivered the gun that was used in the shooting that killed uh, Jamea Harris on January 15th. Yeah. Now, Miles and Davis are up for, they're facing capital murder charges. For the shooting. But according to this story, this is per AL.com. Yeah. And you're very familiar with that. Alabama. I'm familiar com with it. Or AL.com, yeah. sure. It's been a 
big to do, big news source in that yeah, state for a long time. Statewide newspaper. They took yeah. several newspapers, combined them together. That uh, Miller is the one who delivered the gun to yeah. Miles. Yeah. Which, so, you know, who knows? He's not been charged with anything. And that's important to say again and again. Uh, however, you know, it. I would imagine there are circumstances, if this is true, and certain things fall into place that, you know, could he be charged with accessory and other small, th- possibly. Um, but, you know, there's there's still a long way to go uh, before we could definitively say something like that. But right now, as far as the reporting goes, he has not been charged with anything. Nate Oates was actually asked about it in a presser today. Yes. Which is interesting. And Nate Oates, their head coach, said, it's sad. We knew about that. We can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble or is in any type of trouble in this case. Wrong spot at the wrong time. Mm. Mm. Obviously, that hasn't gone over well on Twitter. Well, <laughs> A lot of articles by people who cover college basketball on a national level are starting to write stuff about this so who yeah. knows and it's How just it's coming out fa- like right. it's just getting started yeah, right here, so right that's what i'm saying like the, you do wonder and we'll we'll talk about it in the coming weeks as oh, yeah. the sec tournament comes to town how much is this going to serve as a distraction to this very very good alabama team and if there are additional things that happen could this mean action is taken either by the university of alabama or the sec or whoever else um, we, and, and these are someone's dead. Yeah, these are these are very serious. Well, people are facing capital yeah. murder charges. Yeah, these are very serious issues here. All right, let's go to the phone line six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Let's go to Nolansville. Tony, you're up next. Welcome in. Good afternoon, guys. And that is really a sad story to hear. And I, it's just if it's true. You know, once again, I'm going to say this on these airways. That gives that part of town another black eye. Antioch carries a stigma and a black eye a lot of times anyway. I lived in Antioch two different times. Enjoyed it. But it has got a stigma out there now that things just keep happening from that part of town. And I hate hearing it. Because there's been a lot of good going on in that part of town with the redoing of Hickory Hollow and everything else. And you just hate hearing something like that from a good kid of playing a hell of a season if he's tied into something where he can go get his hands on a gun from wherever. I'm, I, I'm sorry I've had to say that, but that's just the way I feel. That's just ridiculous. It just makes you sick makes you sick it does yeah so, it's, I mean, um, it's you do wonder where this is going because this is going to become a huge huge story i mean alabama yeah, is going to be viewed as a team that it can win it all here. right now so. on some good notes <laughs> um last week you guys talked about some meeting guys or whatnot who had some just huge hands and i wanted to call in and share with you Back years ago, Darren, and Justin, uh, you might remember, Vanderbilt had a transfer to come in from Duke, Billy McCaffrey. Well, Billy's brother was Ed McCaffrey, who played with the Broncos mm-hmm. and 
somebody else later on. The but, 49ers. Uh, he was, there you go. He was in one weekend watching Billy play, and he's the father of Christian McCaffrey. Uh, well, I got to meet Ed McCaffrey, and guys, when he shook my hand, it just swallowed it like a like a large shark, just like a great white. It just took my – I went, my goodness. No wonder this guy can catch John Elway's ball, you know, so bizarre as they are. It was unbelievable that uh, – and he was such a nice guy too. But I wanted to tell you all that a little bit. Um, I want to ask you all something. Two things come to my mind when you had your guest on talking about the bread. You know, it's time to sell, and it's – I want to ask you all this. Y'all are way closer to the situation than me. Doesn't it seem, though, that the general manager, David Pohl, each year, year in and year out, builds a team over there in Bridgestone the same way, and don't we seem to get the same result? He builds, those get the big defensemen, gets one or two maybe speed skating forwards or center. And it seems like it's the same build with the same result. Am I wrong in that? Well, I mean, if you look at the contract situation, the status of a lot of the players on their roster, then, yeah. I mean, it's that's what we were talking about is when you have success, and look, this is something that every general manager in every league faces. When you have success, knowing what to tinker with and what not to tinker with, right? Because mm-hmm. – if you decide to just keep locking everybody up and keep rerunning a back and rerunning a back and you don't really make significant you know a lot of teams know when to move on right like think about this the patriots in that their dynasty run of almost two decades mm-hmm. how many times did the patriots cut someone or trade somebody and everybody said you're out of your mind what are you doing every year Every year, answer, uh, Justin, that is the answer. (laughs) Every year is the correct answer. Justin and Tony, there's a bunch of teams. They would sell all the time. They would trade. They would get rid of people, move on, and be like, they're crazy. What Mm -hmm. are you doing? I remember the offensive linemen that they traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and people lost their minds. What was his name? Logan. I can't even remember his name. He was supposed to be the heart and soul of their offensive line. Tom Brady was mad. The fan base, everybody went nuts. You're Bill Belichick, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Pa- what did the Patriots do that year? Won the Super Bowl, won probably. The su- won yeah. the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Or, got, or got to it. Won the Super Bowl. And, you know, by the middle, <laughs> middle of the season, nobody was talking about that offensive lineman anymore because no. nothing had changed with the Patriots. The point of this is, right. Tony – it's a trick. It's a it's a slippery slope, right? It's hard, and David Poyle has decided to keep bringing people back with long guaranteed contracts. And so, the reason that we're talking about some of the same people, the same rosters, because they have had a lot of success. They keep getting to the playoffs. They keep having success, not the ultimate success, but now it's come to roost in twenty twenty two twenty three season where. You know, you're starting to look around and go, hmm. Well, if you keep getting the same results every year with the same people, then you maybe ought to be switching up some things. But the problem is now it's hard 
because, again, they have long, guaranteed contracts. That is true. Two other things I'm going to bring up real quick, and i get out of here because I know the break's coming. Uh, first of all, I'm going to let y'all touch on this, and then I get off air. Number one, Justin. Aye, sir. Don't, don't let Clay disturb you on your sports knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Clay are fine. There are times you need to do your homework a little bit better, but I still love what you bring to the table. I told y'all that on day one. I love sometimes the confrontation and uh, in a good way, in a good way. Mm-hmm. But don't let Clay deter you from you hanging in there and staying Justin Strong. All right? Justin <laughs> Strong. <laughs> Thank, thank you, but uh, you know, it, Clay is not going to disturb my 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 spirit here as far as what I that think I know or don't man. know about sports. It would take a lot more than Clay. No disrespect to Clay right. or anybody else. Last thing I'm going to throw at y'all, and y'all can debate this when you want to. Uh, after the season's over now, and the rankings are out, and everybody's had got their final rankings of where the pro teams all stacked up. Do y'all put the Titans in the last four, last eight, or last 12? Mm. I'm going to let y'all talk about that. Thank you, Think Tony. about it. And if you open up the eye next hour with it, whatever, be glad to hear it. Appreciate it. We got Jim Wyatt, Jim Wyatt coming up. Coming Thank in. you for the call, as always, to kick off the second hour. We will discuss that in the second hour. All right. Let's go to Volboy, who's up next. Volboy, welcome in. Thank you. Uh, I've analyzed this in detail, and I've determined that the problem with the Vols is Euros. Leipzig. Early in the season when he was doing his flopping around and fouling people and having a, a technical call, uh, Garn said he was going to rein in Euros antics. He has not continued to play like a thug to, to try and mix stuff up after the whistle. He's, and Barnes has not done what he said he was going to do. And I just don't think the guy's worth it. He, uh, he, he, uh, He's causing more problems in there than he's uh, given a a positive benefit. I'd rather see some younger guys get the playing time rather than him. Well, the the problem is they got some guys they need to get back in the lineup that are out hurt, and I know that's probably affecting some of the decision-making as well. Yeah, well – True, but they're not true underneath players, even though. Well, true. I understand different positions, right? I, I'll grant you that, but I'm saying it probably also affect. They don't go very deep. I mean, what they have the other day, uh, Saturday in Lexington, what was their bench points like? Three, four points. Yeah, it, it wasn't much. <laughs> no. But my point is, I think he's more of a disruptor, a problem causer, uh, than he is uh, doing anything for, for the good of the team. I, I, I'm just tired of him. I was tired of his annex earlier in the year when Barnes said he was going to do something about it, and he, and he still hasn't. Uh, what do you have, a penalty? I mean, a technical uh, uh, in another game, I guess, against Florida, if I remember mm-hmm. right, uh, where, where he did the uh, you know, little hand motion and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm always watching him. He just constantly, an elbow's being thrown, or, you know, he's just – he's too aggressive uh, with what he does. Maybe well, that'd be the kind Let's of ask you this, Fallboy, because a lot's changed. Yeah. The landscape has changed since the last time you called in. So mm-hmm. they're obviously going the wrong direction. How, how do you feel right now about this team with four games remaining? I've thought about it and thought about it. And, you know, we, we with uh, 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 
Julian Phillips and and uh, Triple J. Uh, we did good, and then we did bad. So I, I, I can't see that they are necessarily the missing parts of the uh, piece. So I, I don't know. It's a it's tragedy. Yeah. Uh, that's why I determined it's your road. <laughs> You're going to put the blame in him. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Appreciate the phone call as always. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. By the way, they are the underdog against A&M. They, they are? are? They got, they, last time I looked, they were one and a half point underdog. I think that's right. Look that up, Justin. I may be wrong. I thought I just saw it. Okay. Yeah, what did you see? Uh, I don't know now. Now <laughs> I think they're a one or one and a half point underdog. Let's look into that. That'll do it for the first hour. Good stuff. We'll come back. We'll switch gears. We'll talk with Jim Wyatt, TennesseeTitans.com. We do that next. ABC News, I'm Rena Roy. A roundtable today in Ohio on the fallout from the toxic train derailment more than two weeks ago in East Palestine. Residents voiced concern and health issues. EPA Administrator Michael Reagan announced on Tuesday that Norfolk Southern will be responsible for organizing the cleanup effort as well as paying all related costs. The work plan will outline every single necessary step to clean up the environmental damage caused by the derailment. And I can assure you no details will be overlooked. Air quality samples and water testing continues throughout the town and region. President Biden in Poland today delivering a speech marking one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. Autocrats only understand one word, no. He says NATO and allies will continue to stand with Ukraine and hold Russia accountable for war crimes. ESPN reports after being detained in Russia for 10 months, WNBA star Brittany Griner has re-signed a one-year deal with the Phoenix Mercury. This is ABC News. Attention business owners, stop throwing your hard-earned money away on rent. Imagine owning your own building and saving thousands every year. Sound impossible? Not if you use General Steel. General Steel can help you save thousands by owning your own custom-designed building. Just call 888-98-STEEL or visit buygeneralsteel.com to see how much money you can save with General Steel. Our buildings come with a 50-year warranty, and thousands of companies, from Fortune 500 corporations to startups, have trusted the General with their building needs. If you need to expand or start a new business, you really need General Steel. I'm very impressed with General Steel. Everyone's been extremely helpful. I'd recommend General Steel to anyone looking to build a steel building. Stop wasting money on rent. Call 888-98-STEEL or visit buygeneralsteel.com to find out what General Steel can do for your home or business. That's 888-98-STEEL. Our team will answer your questions and offer you a customized quote. Just call 888-987-8335 now or buygeneralsteel.com. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. 
That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Listen, you can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Drop me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour on this gorgeous Tuesday, and it's only going to get better. Yes, it is. Tomorrow and Thursday. Get the shorts out and the short sleeve shirts for just a couple of days. It's the Middle Tennessee Spring Preview. And then put them away on Friday. <laughs> back, to, back to cold temps. Coming up. <laughs> We all get sick, I think. That's how yeah, it works. We yeah. enjoy it while it lasts. We're live here at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Let's switch gears. Talk a little Titans with the man, the myth, the legend. Jim Wyatt at TennesseeTitans.com is where you can find his work. He's probably felt like Willie Nelson here in the last couple of weeks on the road again. But he's back home and probably will head back out here soon enough. Jim, how we doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's been a busy stretch, and you're right. Had to Indy for the combine on Monday, so the NFL calendar just keeps on uh, flipping and lot uh, on the horizon. Got you know the combine coming up, free agencies right around the corner. Got owners meetings, the draft, pro day. So uh, it'll be uh, it'll be training camp before we know it. We had Kevin Ingram on yesterday to talk about Vanderbilt and their five consecutive wins, and they should beat LSU on the road Wednesday night. Uh, how do you feel about uh, quite a change in this season after that Alabama game? What do you think about your doors? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's definitely taken some patience because, you know, it, it's been, you know, last several years, uh, you know, you know, struggling to get to the NIT and playing on the first night of the SEC tournament uh, is not something that you, uh, you know, could be very happy about. And the way this season started – um, you know, I can't deny. I mean, it was kind of discouraging, and uh, very happy with how things have kind of turned. Can't help but look back at some of those games early in the season. You know, especially you know Grambling State, mm, yeah, you know, losing some games at home uh, that you know would have been nice to win, and you'd be in a completely different situation now as far as um, where you're where you are in regards to trying to make the tournament. I still think available wins three in the next four, manages to win a game, you know, an SEC tournament, you know, ends on that kind of a streak, finishes that high in the SEC standing. I don't know how you, you can't put them in, but um, uh, I will say this, they've gotten a lot better and have beaten some good teams along the way, and now just got to keep doing it. You can't have any kind of a letdown uh, with, you know, with LSU coming up tomorrow night. No, no room for that for sure. So today – is the beginning where teams can designate franchise or transition tags for players. Now, I think it's from now until March 7th. The question I have, though, Jim, is this used to be a big deal in the league. It's no longer a big deal anymore. I, I'm wondering how what's the shelf life on, franchise, on these tags because it feels like you know players are disgruntled. They don't like them even though this was collectively bargained many, many years ago. 
uh, it just doesn't have any umph anymore, right? It just there's really no more new news about that. It's it, the only time it's really ever used. It feels like it's just for a chip, for a little bit of time to just get that deal done. What what do you think? What do you think of the tag situation as we sit here in 2023 in the NFL? Yeah, I mean you're right. I mean it really is. You know, I can't help but wonder if that's was going to end up happening in in Baltimore with you know, with Lamar and what potentially going to happen in Dallas, you know, with, with Pollard. And, you know, you look around the league and if you can't, if you've got a guy that you can't get a long-term deal done with, then that's what you do. You put the tag on him, try to keep for another year, and the value you can do it again. You know, you do it two years in a row. But it's not something you celebrate. I mean, teams don't necessarily want to do it. Best case scenario is get a long-term deal for the player. It's obviously not the best-case scenario. You want a long-term deal. That's a lot of money, you know, for a one-year contract. But people want, you know, stability, and they want um, they want long-term contracts to give them more protection. So you don't see it all that much. I've never used it a lot. I mean, there's been a handful of guys over the years, but um, you know, now it's 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 kind of it's kind of last uh, scenario to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I mean, I can think of really, and correct me if I'm wrong, like the last time they actually used it to their advantage but then did, you know, the cardinal sin that teams shouldn't do is say we won't do it again, which they had every right to, was to Albert Ainsworth when they kept tagging him every year. Yeah, I think that is right. And I'm trying to think of other guys, you know, it's been been so infrequent uh, the times that they have used it, but – yeah, I'll never forget the Albert one, and yeah, he he, you know, he definitely benefited from that situation and the fact that they let him walk, because that's what led to his hundred million dollar contract, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, in Washington. So, um, I, I th- again, I, I think you want to avoid it, and you got to have good communication with players and and teams to kind of try to avoid that situation. You spent the week out in Glendale. Um, maybe pass along a couple of unique conversations or conversations that stood out to you that you had walking around, you know, doing your thing during Super Bowl week. Man, it was a lot. I mean, it was. Uh, I was. I was funny. I was kind of going through a notebook today, just, just, just um, taking out all the stuff that I had had done over the course of that couple of weeks and saving it. So when I look ahead to next week, I kind of understand uh, maybe what what are some things you can find. I mean, my, my, my trip that you mentioned started back in Mobile, um, and then I went from Mobile to the Pro Bowl to the Super Bowl. Um, so Mobile to Vegas to, to Phoenix. Um, yeah, I would have started off, I guess, at, at the Senior Bowl, which is where I really got my most extensive time with Rand Carfine, and mm-hmm. kind of was with him uh, at a place you know that he had been to before, but for the first time as GM, and just to see people congratulate him for him kind of working himself himself up the ranks and putting himself in a position where he's now running this team. So that was cool to spend some time with him. You know, in in you know Vegas. Had a lot of good conversations with Titans. I think the most, uh, the one, the, the one I enjoyed as much as any of was talking to Peyton Manning there about Rand, who was former teammate 
uh, was in, in Indianapolis and talking about Hennett Hooker and, and Josh Dobbs and then even his friendship with Mike Keith, which I thought was interesting. I, I knew they were buddies, but Peyton, here Peyton talked about him and Mike Keith being texting buddies. was pretty funny. And then I then get to Phoenix, uh, as you mentioned, Darren, and you know, spent some time with A.J. Brown there, spent some time with Taylor Lewan there. Those were some pretty interesting conversations. Uh, spent some time uh, with CJ and the stories with Lindale, just about their friendship, how it, it, it continues to you know, for both of them, and how CJ kind of was instrumental in helping turn Lindell's life around. And then spent a lot of time, you know, spent some time with Brett Kern and and Clark Hunt talking about Bud Adams and hmm. saw and Hooker twice, once in Mobile and once on Radio Row. It was just a, a potpourri of of people to talk to and things to see. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when I make these trips, people say, well, if the Titans aren't in the games or aren't in these events, why do you go? And I think you go to try to find interesting stories and find other people that will talk about the Titans. There are Titans people at these events. And once again, I think um, that that proved to be true this year is that I crossed paths with a whole lot of people uh, in my travels. Aren't you glad I wasn't in Glendale to, to borrow your room in the middle of the day because I was yeah. sick? Yeah. <laughs> what city was that in when that happened? That was, was that, Glendale. Uh, That's why I'm so bringing that, it up. Yeah, okay. it was Glendale. Yeah, you were a little under the weather that day. Oh, I, I thought I was going to die. And uh, luckily I had uh, a hotel right across the street where yes. you could get a little, little shut-eye. And I uh, hope, hope you felt better after that. Well, I did because we had tickets. We had worked all week to get tickets to Suns Spurs that night. Okay. And it was John McClain who's the one who hooked us up in a freaking suite of all things. No, Jim, I, after your room, man, I got to the rental car and I went back to the hotel, which was 30 miles away, and I didn't surface again for probably another 24 hours. I, yes. I thought I was going to die. But Jim yeah. saved my life that day. It would have been bad. <laughs> His hotel was right there at Radio Row. And if it wasn't for Jim, I was a dead man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny that, that that's the worst case scenario when you when you travel because because when I knew I was going to be gone for fourteen, fifteen days and I left, and that's the one thing you don't want to have happen is you, is get sick. Mm. So I was drinking emergencies, putting emergencies in my water, and trying to mm-hmm. take yep. a lot of vitamins and trying to do everything I could do to keep from getting under the water, and I made it. I, mean, I, I tried to get some sleep, which maybe I didn't do as much in my younger days, and uh, so I made it through and felt pretty good, and now I'm ready to roll again. Well, it was food poisoning, and that's what it was. Yeah. And it got me, and it got you can avoid food poisoning too. Yeah, yeah. That was, look, emergency ain't going wasn't going to help me on that one. No. <laughs> it's called a bad oh, steak the night a, before. I had about a food poisoning myself. I can speak from experience on that one. I had got a bad hot dog at a Titans Eagles game in 2002, and had to have my uh, buddy Joe Biddle. Uh, rest in peace. He dragged me to the emergency room at St. Thomas and got me some IVs that day. And uh, not, food poisoning is you know, you just can't can't overcome that one. It's no joke, is it? All. No. Everyone no always joke. looked at those hot dogs sideways there. At halftime. <laughs> Are you sure you're going for a hot dog? Yeah. What's my... Yeah. Until Jim and everybody up in the hospital always hey, like, listen. Nah. You know, what we're talking about is very inside baseball, but they serve hot dogs <laughs> in the press box at, at Titans games for the press. And uh, there's some people who think you're very brave if you decide to go for a hot dog. So sometimes people give you looks like, 
You're actually going to eat one? Well, yeah, they're here. I mean, why not? Yeah. Well, they've come they've come a long way. They they've upgraded. Uh, they are now where it's where it's good dining. But back then, I think that hot dog was maybe green. I, that should have been my first clue. It probably was. They weren't. Not. They were not they, the regular. They were color. rainbow. No, they, they weren't. They, yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It was. So I, I ask you that because I, I knew you would probably bring up AJ Brown, and, and maybe you have have just out of curiosity, have you seen the Raw Room uh, podcast that he he was on with Darren Bates? I did. Yeah, I watched it this morning. As a matter okay, of fact, okay. So did I. So did I. So, what did you think of that? You know, I don't know that it was. I mean, it was interesting just to see him kind of open up and kind of pour his heart out a little bit. It wasn't really anything that I didn't know um, and have. And you know, he's talked about some of that in the past. I think he really kind of got, uh, you know, his emotions and talked about that more than he had. If you're talking about the part that led, you know, where he was kind of describing the you know, the beginning of the end here in Tennessee. I, I think everybody knew that he, his first preference was to stay here and was hoping it would work out. And I think I'd always heard that he was generally very upset when things didn't work out where that happened. And uh, it was unfortunate. You know, we all know what had happened since from AJ's success to, to, to what happened to John Robinson and just how much the Titans have missed having a receiver like that on the team. But um, it's, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that that didn't work out better because I, I always liked AJ. You know, I always thought he was a genuine, really nice young man, um, you know, all about football. Uh, I know he got sideways a little bit with the fan base, you know, for some things that were said on social media. But, you know, I, I always – thought that, hey, this is a really nice guy. When I talked to him in Phoenix, it was more kind of more of the same. Hey, I, I love my time in Tennessee. I miss, still have love for people there. He knows the business side of it now, and I think he's grown up a lot since those days here. But uh, I, I, I always liked AJ. I always thought he was one of the nicest kids. And, and the stuff he said on the raw room was, uh, you know, just kind of he spoke to the heart, obviously, yeah. from the heart. How closely do you think teams are watching things like the XFL and the USFL for actual talent? Because they try to tell us that, you know, these guys are playing for a second shot in the NFL. and We know that there have been guys to go from those leagues to the NFL. Yes, we know. But, but in your experience, Jim, how closely are actual scouts watching those kinds of leagues for, for leads? Jim, yesterday I said on the show, I about fell out of my chair this weekend when I flipped on a game and Vic Beasley was running yeah. around. I mean, I about fell out of my Vic chair. Vic Beasley, Josh Gordon, A.J. McCarron. Yeah. You know, what do you, what do you think, Jim? Well, I think they're watching. I mean, there's no question that, you know, that, that's what these scouts do. I mean, they, they try to uncover guys from every uh, college, you know, in the country. We know whether it's, you know, Guys playing the SEC or the Big Ten, or guys playing in you know some of these smaller conferences that that you don't hear from. That's how you find the Courtland Finnegans of the world, and how you find you know the late round guys. That's how you find a Michael Roos way out in Eastern Washington. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's all part of the puzzle. I watched the game. I, I mean, I, it's funny. I was flipping through and saw the game. I guess it was at St. Louis and San Antonio, maybe on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yes, sir. It was, a, it was a great game, and, and, uh, and they had some big receivers that made some plays at the end of those games that 
it made me think, well, this is this, this guy's a pretty good looking prospect. But you know, guys, you know, the scouts were not only the Titans, but I think across the league, and I mean, they they're familiar with all these guys. Scout them, I'm sure every part, you know, every part of their journey. Uh, they're still, you know, paying attention to them now, and, and I'm sure, you know, when it comes time for training camps, uh, there will be guys during this XFL season that didn't, will have done enough to, uh, to earn a spot in somebody's camp. And, um, and I'm just, you know, that's, that's why these guys keep fighting and keep the dream alive to keep trying to get somebody to notice them. All right, Jim, my last question for you, sir. And you are the definitive old school journalist um, <laughs> that, you know, that you are double source everything, talk to people, make sure everything is right. You've always been that way. But I see you from time to time participating in the podcast world uh, and talking to some of the, the fans out there who put together broadcasts out there for, for the Internet. How do you respond when you see things on Twitter related to the team and you go, well, I know that's not true. That, that isn't happening. Uh, and they're reporting this as like fact, like this is about to happen. It's about to go down. And you're saying to yourself, this is, uh, there's no way that's happened. I, I'm just curious how you navigate the old school journalists. I know you to be, and this new wave of media that has come in. Yeah, I mean, I pay attention. I see it. I mean, it's funny we talk about some. I'm not gonna name a person by name. Yeah, no, talking, no, no, no noticed, need for that. Yeah, I noticed, noticed today. You know, you know, somebody. I was talking to somebody today just about someone on Twitter who was, you know, throwing a lot of stuff out there recently, pretending to be an expert. And you know, you can, you know, if you're an old school journalist working for a newspaper like I was in Tennessee, and you, you, you guess on a few. You don't guess on a few. You don't. You, you don't. Uh, put something out there again, unless you're got got it sourced, then you're 100 percent correct. Because if you're wrong, yes, sir, then you lose credibility, and and nobody takes what you say seriously half the time. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who want to pretend to be experts and want to throw all kinds of stuff against the wall and see what sticks. And every once in a while, you'll hit on something, and you can pretend that you. Got great knowledge on the subject, but um, I don't know. It, it's you know, I think the I think the people who do it you know, on a full time basis that pay attention very closely, you know, kind of know who knows what they're talking about and maybe who who's just wing it. It just and, gets uh, a lot of attention, Jim. That's all, and you know, it gets all gets people all worked up. Um, you know, my father, Jim, who is not a huge Titans fan, he lives in Nashville, but I talked to him a couple of hours ago, Jim. He was convinced that the Titans had traded for Trey Lance. He said, so tell me why the Titans signed Trey Lance. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, I saw it a couple of days ago. The Titans signed Trey Lance, right? No, no, Dad. No, they haven't. <laughs> that, that, was a, yeah. that was a rumor running around out there, but that hasn't happened. And so I, that's why I bring that up, Jim. It's just that it's so... Uh, in your face all the time with stuff that just just isn't happening. Yeah, and Twitter, you know, social media, you know, is to blame for a lot of it. I mean, uh, you know, back you know before Twitter, you know, everything again had to be so buttoned up, multiple sources. If you're going mm -hmm. to print on something, you better be right, and if you're not, you, you know, 
You can mm-hmm. run the risk of getting fired. You know, with Twitter, you can throw anything out there. And, and uh, again, if you've been people, respected people who throw stuff out there and maybe have been wrong, and then you just keep on swinging and, and people, you hope people will forget about it. But and I, I don't, I never forgot about it. Like, I can assure you that the, the bosses would never forget about it if you missed one. Well, Taylor Lewan has taken exception to one of those podcasts I saw this morning, so I'll just say that. Uh, Jim, appreciate the visit. As always, it's uh, going to be an interesting offseason, uh, so we'll talk to you here real soon. Enjoy your time in Indianapolis. Okay, you guys have a good rest of the week. Thank you. All right, Thanks, you too. Jim. That is Jim Wyatt, at J Wyatt Sports on Twitter. Give him oh, a follow. Gee. Uh, combine starts February 28th, so at the end of the week, a uh, week from today, okay. up in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, and it'll go for a week okay. up there. Mm-hmm. We'll come back. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. More of the McFarland Show next. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-785-9132. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. 
so you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagans. If you can have a fair criticism of me for what I'm about to say, if you get into the playoff enough, one of these years you're going to catch lightning in a bottle. The Titans missing the playoff this year was absolutely inexcusable, right? They had a team we knew was good enough to get to the divisional or conference rounds, and then you just catch lightning in a bottle or you have the two best games of your life, and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. That's a good goal for the Titans. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Appreciate Jim Wyatt for joining us here on this Tuesday. Good stuff from Jim. As always. Yeah, true story. I think anybody out there cares, but I got... It was 07, Patriots-Giants. Okay. Jim, I was like, I, I can't make it to my hotel. Like, I'm just... I feel like I'm going to... I'm on Radio Row. I've told you... I think I said this the week of the Super Bowl. Radio Row, it's like every year I would go cover the Super Bowl, I would be like, why did I agree to do this? Why? <laughs> like, how stupid am I? Because it's fun! That I keep, no, it's not okay. in the moment. But yes. once it's over, it is. It's like, a lot it's, of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot and of work. And I know a lot of people out there are like, oh, you're, oh, you're yeah. boo-hoo. You're at a Super Bowl. Hanging yes, out with I athletes and coaches. Yeah, I'm not asking for a pity party. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a lot of work. It is. But it is rewarding afterwards. That's where it's rewarding. Yeah. When you, you sit back and you reflect on what you did and you hear all the comments about, you know, the interviews and stuff, that's when it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. But when you're in it, you're like, what in the world – was I thinking? Do I ever learn to stop saying yes? Why am I out here to this? But you meet some, you know, really famous people and some Absolute, cool people, oh yeah. like Jim was talking about. Hey, he sat yeah. and talked with Peyton Manning, you know. Yeah. And so um, those those things, if you want those things to happen, your best shot, yeah. is Radio Road down Super there, Bowl. get in the room. Yep, yeah, that's right. So it is going to be an interesting off season. In fact, I need to look up. So I could pass along that reference that I made of, let's see if I can find it, about Taylor LeJuan disputing the question you literally asked Jim. I mean, listen, there is so much noise out there on social media that it's very easy to get distracted by things that look official from people who seem official who are not official. Yeah. It's just, you know, listen, guys, and I know we're, you know, having a, but Jim Wyatt, you know, the the gentleman we just had on, Darren and I have known Jim for 20 plus years. Jim was a fantastic reporter at the Tennessean. And when Jim ran a story, it was, it was fact and all fact. Okay. It wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't, well, we think this might happen. There's a rumor. Nah, it was happening. It was happening because Jim Wyatt wrote it because he had checked it out thoroughly. And, you know, I know we've gone away from that because there's a bunch of stuff that Jim has. You want to talk about stuff that Jim has probably heard and not put down on paper. Good grief. 
Um, but there's but we're no longer in that day, and people are reporting whatever random thing that somebody, the groundskeeper's cousin's brother-in-law told them. You know, I, I saw something the other day where somebody who washes a car for one of the assistant coaches was told something and therefore it's happening let me just tell you this over the years the two of us as long as we've been covering the stuff in this town yeah the stuff that i have heard over the years i i can i could probably write a book on the stuff that i've heard that i never reported yeah social media or really in this case on the radio and 99% of which... Not, I don't know what the percent... I don't know if it's 99%. My, it's 90-something yeah, percent. It never <laughs> happened. No. Right? It never came true. But I will say this. Of all the crazy stuff, there's also times when I've heard crazy stuff. and It happened. It happened. Yeah. And it was, you know, from, again, same, you know, this this person, this told me. It's like, yeah, that's that sounds great. That's that's a great story for you to tell me. Yeah. But I'm just not comfortable going on the radio yeah. and talking about this yeah. because I, you know, sorry. Yeah. And, again, 90-something percent of the time, they never happened. No. And, by the way, sometimes that doesn't mean that they weren't true. By the way, things oh. can be in the works – and can change yeah, in the eleventh hour. Absolutely. And they may they at the time were going to happen. Yeah. And then things broke down. Or phone calls behind were the made. Scene, the or something was happened. Had. Yeah. And all of a sudden it changed. Sure. Like that does happen, but ninety something percent of the time it never happened. But there were times. Yeah. My goodness, it knew, did happen. And, and I didn't say anything. It, and you didn't say and it. it happened. That's <laughs> occupational hazard. That's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. That you're going to get burned sometime. That's going to happen. But, you know, I'm just warning everybody under the sound of my voice right now. If you follow sports on Twitter, if you follow your favorite team, and you're looking for information, I would ask you, I would beg you, please, please be careful about where you get your information and what you choose to actually believe. Because it's one thing to read a rumor. It's another thing to actually believe that, yes, Tom Brady will be the quarterback for the Titans next year. There are I can pull up tweets right now reporting Tom Brady as the next quarterback of the Titans because somebody's source told them, some, is he going to be the next quarterback of the Titans? And the answer is no, he's retired. I, the report that I saw this morning or early this afternoon was Tighten Up Network. I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry. I'm sure it's some Titans fans doing a podcast. I, I could be wrong. If if I'm wrong, tell me. I don't know anything about Tighten Up Network. It sounds like a, a Titans fan podcast. Is that fair to say? I, I, I would don't guess know. so. Okay. Their quote on that was, Taylor Lewan is willing to take a huge pay cut to come back next season. Now, you've heard me mm-hmm. weigh in on Taylor Lewan taking a huge pay cut. What has been my stance? That Taylor Lewan is not going to take there a huge pay cut. There is no way he's taken some huge pay cut or coming back for the league minimum or some, you know, fan, no. uh, uh, team-friendly discount. He ain't doing that stuff. I've, I've said it over and over and over again. Because I'm getting it from Taylor Wan? No, because I got a long history of seeing these situations play out, and a guy that's made $100 million in the yeah. league ain't coming back to play for 
or two million or three million per year when he's used to making fifteen yeah. to twenty million a year. He ain't doing it, especially when he's been hurt a ton and now he's got a family. He's like, wait a minute. People don't realize they got to split up costs with their agent. Yes, there's they do. all kinds of things that got to come oh, out. Yeah. Just like all of us when we get our paycheck, oh, yeah. there's all kinds of taxes and oh, fees yeah. and stuff that come out that we don't ever see. It ain't. It's no different for athletes. So the point of this is to say, I've been telling you, Taylor Lewan ain't coming back to play for no two or three or four, some team-friendly contract or take, as this thing said, a huge pay cut. Well, sure enough, Taylor Lewan responded to this report. Almost fell asleep watching this video. So I don't know if that's a shot. <laughs> I, I think it is. <laughs> He lo- that's what he, I'm just reading you what Taylor Juan says. Dang, Almost Taylor. fell asleep watching this video, but they did a great job of saying stuff to keep the Titans fan uh, base interest. Or They did a great job saying stuff to keep the Titan fan base interested. Okay, I guess he's. Yeah, this is yeah. a backhanded compliment after he took a shot at him of yeah. saying, "But hey, they're just trying to keep the fans engaged and interested." Oh, however, man. however, however, I've never said what they are saying. I said, "Shout out to these guys, though. Just a couple of soldiers trying to do the best work they can." Like in other words, add a boy. After I ripped you apart at the beginning saying, yeah, I almost fell asleep watching this thing, but I do want to get on here and dispute something. I never said that. Yeah, not surprised. You know why? Because it ain't true. He ain't coming (laughs) back to play for some bargain basement contract. Yeah. He's just not. Yeah. If he can get a decent salary, which will probably be somewhere else, he may – yeah. And he'll keep his family here. That, that's what I've And said. he'll go yeah. play somewhere else for a year. That's been my theory. Maybe two. Maybe. Yeah. If somebody's willing to overpay Taylor one. But if ain't nobody giving him a decent contract, you know what Taylor's doing? Thanks, everybody. It's been a great career. Hey, have you guys heard of Bussin' with the Boys? Yeah. <laughs> hey, need to go no. out there and work on some new sponsors. To make some more money. Listen. Because you know what I'm doing? I'm going to be a podcaster. And then you know what will be next after that? He'll be end up on NFL Network. Say NBC Sports. Or whatever, NBC yeah. Sports. Yeah. He's going he, to end up somewhere, somewhere on a network. He oh, will. Yeah. Because he's a talker. He is. He's a, he's a left he's tackle. He's a talker. He's experienced. He's engaged. Played at a very high level. Absolutely. I'm just telling you. Taylor Lewan, this is without having any – I've talked to Taylor many times over the years now, not to. recently. No. I haven't talked to Taylor in Don't a good while. To. You know why? Because once he started doing all of his busting, he really wasn't interested in talking to local yeah. media. That's fine. You know, or That's coming fine. on radio shows. Because he's like, I got my own platform. He I don't does. need your platform. Cool. That's fine. Whatever. Cool. But he's looking at Pat McAfee and going, if he can do that, so can I. Yeah. And you know what? That's what he'll do. But there you go. That was put out there on one of these things that you asked Jim White, and Taylor Wan sees it, and he's like, yeah, gosh, I barely got through it. I almost fell asleep watching that thing. But, hey, you guys keep up the good work. But just wanted to let you know I never said that. Thanks, though. Keep up. Attaboys. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. It's got to be a lot of work. But I never said that. 
got to be a lot of work coming up with that stuff. You know, it, is it though? It, it well, must be. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Is I've it never, a lot of work? I've never tried, so I don't know. Look, I've always said, how hard is it to get on the radio? I'm like, he sucks. He sucks. That guy should be fired. This this guy should be cut. How hard is it to say that anybody can get on here and do that? Well, to to make up things though, that's or, what I'm or, or orchestrate. What, what's the difference? To orchestrate these these free agency moves. You know, like you know that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is coming to Nashville. We've had everybody coming to Nashville, by the way. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has been coming here. Derek Carr's been coming here. Tom Brady's been coming here. Peyton Manning was coming here. Peyton Manning. You know, what, what happened? Last time I looked, it's been Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill, which no one predicted. Who was out there talking about, I'm hearing Ryan Tannehill's about to be. No one said no. that. You know where I was when that happened? I'll never forget it. I was broadcasting live at SEC basketball, the SEC basketball tournament mm-hmm. in Bridgestone Arena when that happened. It was yeah. right at the end of the show. And I was like, holy crap, because I've been beating the drum. they go, got to go out and get a better backup quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. They've got to get somebody to push Mariota. I've been beating that drum for a good while. And that came down the pipe. I was at SEC basketball tournament in Bridgestone Arena when you, that happened. You do not know. It, so it was this time. Yeah. How many years ago? Sure. That's when it was. Uh, whatever that was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, four you, years ago. I guess. You don't know. Every, there's so much movement, so many different possibilities, unless you've got a really good source within that room. And by the way, if fans are out here, legit, legit, predicting with great accuracy what these NFL teams are doing then that would suggest there is a major flaw within the negotiations for the National Football League. A.J. Brown got on that podcast earlier today or whenever they taped it and legit said that, you know, the Jets were trying to sign me, the Chiefs were trying to sign yeah, he me. Did. That was another thing I did. He said that out loud, yes. out of his mouth. And you have to believe that. That's the horse's mouth. Now, who had that? Where was that at? Did you see? Did you hear that rumor? No. Did you read that some report somewhere that said no? We hadn't heard a thing. By the way, I when, when he said Chiefs, I was like, "Jeez, whoa, jeez, whoa, hello, <laughs> jeez." But they were probably looking but for he a said replacement the Jets for Tyreek were hot Hill. And heavy. That didn't surprise me. No. Yeah, but but again, who had that? I haven't seen that anywhere. Nowhere. And, and, you know, there was nobody saying, you know, there's a possibility. They And it could have been legit, but nobody said, there's a possibility. A.J. Brown, we understand that A.J. Brown and the Titans have been talking with the New York Jets about a possibility. Nobody said that. So I'm just cautioning everyone, please, please, it's okay to have opinions. It's okay to listen to people who have opinions. Me and Darren sitting here for two hours every day spitting out opinions. But just be careful where you get your actual information that you're standing on that this is going to happen. That part is a profession. People sit down, they go to school, they train, they work hard to put that information out. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show here on this Tuesday on WNSR.
The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. (sighs) Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is our area's premier and most trusted real estate professional, backed by years of experience. So if you're buying, selling, moving, or improving, give the pros a call today at 615-519-3339. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, a professional who cares. You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March Madness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action. The High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank is the return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. So, Tony asked us at the end of the first hour, I think he was basically saying, where, where do you see the Titans currently right now, pecking order, going into the 2023 season? Is that fair to say? Yeah. What he was asking? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, if you're just looking at where they're drafting, yeah. that would tell us they're in the bottom, bottom twelve, bottom, there. yeah, bottom tier. But I don't know if he's. I don't think he wants us to answer it with the obvious. I guess it's 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 incomplete. It's yeah, it's, it's hard. It's impossible to say right it's now. It's impossible. Yeah. To really weigh in on that because nothing's happened. No, like there's, I, I feel like I feel pretty confident. We've been talking about this. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, I would say, pretty active this off season. There's going to be changes. Uh, well, big, there's big always changes, changes yeah. but there's going to be possibly big changes. Yeah, really big changes. Like here. there could be some kaboom news. Yeah, that's yeah. going to come out yeah. that we're going to talk about sure. this off season. Like I, I just don't think this is going to be like oh they just picked up. Um, you know this this journeyman right guard, you know from the Seahawks. Yeah, you know he's been like a practice squad guy. Like that's not what we're talking about. Like I think there's there could be a real like oh wow yeah um okay well uh, we we have to scrap everything today. This is yeah. where we're going today. The, that could happen. That could happen. The biggest question for the Titans this off season that will determine ultimately how many games they win or win or lose next year is what are they going to do at the quarterback position? Yeah. It's very simple. Yep. And we, it looks like Ryan Tannehill will be back. That's what it looks like to me. But do we know that definitively? No, of course. No, we don't. A lot of things can happen uh, between now and uh, late August, September, when they get back on the field. Uh, but that question has to be answered, and we'll get an answer to that uh, within the next six weeks or so. We'll, we'll understand what's going to happen one way or the other here. So, uh, and, and the other thing that has to be figured out is, you know, okay, well – what decisions are they going to make as far as restructuring is concerned? You know, are, who are they cutting? Who are they restructuring? Because they can't keep everybody like this. So, are you cutting Bud Dupree? You're trying to restructure. Are you? Yeah, like are, are you going to restructure Kevin Byard because you need some more money? Yeah. Oh, when did they sign Jeffrey Simmons? What are they going to do with that? They keep Ryan Tannehill. They may be restructuring I, him. I mean. Th- Listen, I mean, all that, they've got to make decisions on that. And once we get a reflection on that or answers on that, then we can start making a much more accurate uh, prediction about what this team is going to look like. All right. Give me a, per, a percentage. A percentage that they'll be back. I'll word it that way. A percentage they will be back. And I'm just asking this oh, today well, yeah. on February 21st. Yeah. Okay. Subject to change. But today. Going to be back. Okay. Going to be back as the starting quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Percentage of Ryan Tannehill going to be back, I would say 75 to 80%. So you think it's he's not going anywhere. You think they are, I, they're rolling with Tannehill another year. Only because it, it's, it's a lot to move him. Yep. And I'm not sure if there's something readily available that will put your team in a much better position then that's the tough one that that's the hard part so if you move them sure all right now but then that feel better everybody got it oh you've been hating ryan Tannehill forever now he's gone so what are you doing now because you're not gonna really move a lot to go from Tannehill to Derek carr right like you're not gonna jump through a bunch of hoops to make that happen Uh, right that's not worth it is that is that fair to say unless you think Derek carr is was just in bad scenery and just needed a change of scenery and that was the only thing. We haven't seen Derek Carr outside the Raiders. We don't true. We don't know if Derek Carr is really spectacular and been stuck in a bad situation. That's hard to say. But do we think he's a significant? It would have to be a significant upgrade, right? Well, what do you classify as significant? Well, here. This is why I'm asking. Okay, so to for me, 
Because I, I agree with your percentage. I think that's that's pretty fair. That's a pretty good number. Yeah. 75 to 80%. I think that's pretty good. Because I think really, when you think about it, <laughs> I'm trying the the un, <laughs> Trey Lance is the unknown. I don't I don't think that's even going to happen anyway. But it's oh, the yeah. it's the unknown. complete yeah. unknown. Oh yeah. There's only one guy truly out there that's going to be on the move. It it seems very clear today. Well, Derek Carr is going to be on the move. For well, sure. yeah, he's no, already but been cut. I know but. we just talked about that, but I'm saying there's all, there's one other example that it seems very clear. That the organization he's been with for almost two decades is done. Oh, everybody's Aaron, ready to Aaron move Rogers, on. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. That to me is the only guy that you probably you say it's worth doing what you got to do. Yeah. To bring him because he's a difference maker. Because he's a difference maker. There's no question about and it. And I know that you can say, well, how much of a difference maker is he? Look, look, he's a he's a sure sure ballot okay, Hall yeah, of sure, Famer. Yeah, he is. Okay, that's fine. I mean, okay, watch watch Green Bay this year. Yeah, anybody who wants to come in here and be like, oh no, Aaron. We've seen that. Green Bay without Aaron, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. It ain't pretty. <laughs> We're watching. Okay, it's and then when he does play, they usually win twelve to thirteen games a season. Okay, uh, to me that's that's it. So Derek Carr, I just I don't see. There's no proof that that's worth doing all the maneuvering and all the stuff you'd have to do to move forward with Derek Carr. It just it seems like And if nah. you do all that move, maneuvering, by the way, you got a brand new GM. If you're doing all that maneuvering, then that means you want him here for the foreseeable future. You're not going to oh, do yeah, all that no, maneuvering for the next just, five for, years. just for one year or so. Yeah. No, you're bringing him here to be here. For the next four or five years, right? Yes. So – do you is that what you really want? And you know that that is the biggest decision over there in that building. And I'm not sure if they're ready to really make that decision right now, uh, one way or the other. Which is why I think they'll kind of stay where they are with Ryan Tannehill and just you know go give it another run. Because if you replace Ryan Tannehill, because um, at <laughs> let's fast forward everybody 365 days from now, whatever the Titans and whoever the Titans are will be much clearer, and everybody will be a year older. It will be much easier to move on from Ryan Tannehill, uh, Derrick Henry, uh, Kevin Byard, and a whole bunch of these guys all at the same time and really blow it up, burn it down, start over again. Not a retool, but an actual rebuild will be better once you get you know established about what you're doing at quarterback, and if you're starting over with a young quarterback, then you know bringing in all these veterans, you know that it doesn't yeah, really doesn't it doesn't it doesn't rhyme. Yeah. It doesn't fit. No. All right, we'll step away. Final time. Come back. Wrap up the Tuesday edition of the McFarland Show next. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Tuesday, February 21st for College Night with the University of Alabama as your Nashville Predators take on the Vancouver Canucks. Purchase your College Night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash College Nights. That's NashvillePredators.com slash College Nights for a Preds and Alabama co-branded hats. And don't miss February 28th as your Nashville Predators take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Secure tickets at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. Let's go Preds! 
Reds. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's a Bill King show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Nashville Predator fans, call now at 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Thank you, big voice guy. Tomorrow, Bill Keen will come on, and we're going to talk about some of these new proposed college football rules. We're going to have an interesting discussion tomorrow. Probably some things we haven't thought about that Bill will have thought about. So, Bill, if you're listening, to these rules. we're going to be reaching out to have you on tomorrow. <laughs> He's great about doing it. We re- we appreciate him doing Love it. Bill. But no, we're going to get into that. It is it is very. They are trying to shorten the game. Yeah, but we'll get into all that tomorrow. It's 
it's uh, some pretty interesting stuff, and some of it is a little bit controversial, but we'll see. We'll save it for tomorrow. We talked about A.J. Brown making an appearance on the Raw Room. Here's a short little clip mm-hmm. of what we're talking about. Again, we're going to talk about this more extensively this week, but here's a here's a clip from that. Of course, like, we asked for, like, a crazy number because that's – Start up negotiating. You must start high. You must start high. You must start high. But my agent knew like what number I took. You know, I took twenty two to stay mm-hmm. in Tennessee, and it had nothing to do with football. Like right. me, me staying in Tennessee had nothing to do yeah. with football. Yeah, it had everything to do with my daughter. Like you know yeah, what I'm saying. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. for people to say like I ain't want to be in Tennessee, that's stupid. It wasn't even about football. The team could have been horrible. Yeah, I didn't want to be in Tennessee. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm happy where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying. But you know, for like real life reasons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I want to be there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that, that's about a 30 second clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we'll play more. Some of this stuff has got to be edited for air purposes. So, Devlin would have to clean it up a little bit. Yeah. But we'll work on that throughout the course of the week. And again, this um, it's pretty interesting. So, he said he was just basically reiterating many, many, many times mm-hmm. when they were talking about, of course, how this all came down and how he ended up in Philadelphia, but how he really wanted to stay here. And I don't, was there, were there a lot of people that said he didn't want to be here? Like, I don't really, that was never the narrative with me. I never heard He just wanted to get paid. Yeah, he wanted to get paid though. And he says the Titans were offering 16 with the possibility of 20 20 with incentives. incentives. And the Eagles were coming out the gate at 25. Yeah. Or 22 to start, then 25 is where they ended up. And, you know, it's it's a business decision at the end of the day. So I just don't think they're I, – I didn't get the feel. And, of course, he may be gauging this off social media because that's where he spends a lot of time. Yeah. I just don't feel like there were a lot of people going, he didn't want to be – he never wanted to be here. I don't remember seeing No, they blame J-Rob for the whole thing. and Yeah. You know, and there's a lot to get into with that yeah. as well. So. All right, that'll do it for our show today. Enjoy the weather. Be safe. We want you back with us tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock. Don't forget Vanderbilt Baseball starting today at 4.15. On air and online, sports radio.